Hi, hello, Greystone people. Welcome back to the Green and Gold Campcast. I'm John, your host. Um, This is the fourth and final episode this season, but it's actually the first episode I ever worked on. And long story short, uh, there's going to be parts where the audio is not going to be as clear. Um, You might want to grab a pair of headphones or a Bluetooth speaker if you've got one handy. Um, But other than that, yeah, just uh, I hope you enjoy. I'll see you next season. Drama. The word can bring many things to mind. Well, here at Main Camp at Greystone, drama has pretty much become synonymous with the camp musicals. In the senior musical especially, all the hard work and talent of our campers goes on full display. I remember watching them being like, uh, okay. Translation, the senior musicals are awesome. But of course, in 2021, COVID-19 brought its own drama into the mix. It changed a lot about the way we did things. Coming up on this episode, it's the making of Camp the Musical. Let's set the stage, so to speak. During a normal year at main camp, the drama staff would divide any campers who want to sign up for the class into two groups. One with the younger, less experienced campers who'd perform their own mini-musical, and one with the older campers who'd perform theirs at a dedicated EP. That's evening program for the uninitiated. And to watch either of these productions, everyone who wasn't in the play would have to gather together. Virginia French, one of our drama teachers this year, explains the issue. We just can't put 500 girls in a pit that this year in the pavilion. It's not possible. They cannot socially distance. Even at the 100th year, my senior, senior year, everyone was sitting in each other's laps because there, it was so packed. But not only could we not put all the audience in one place, with the way classes were structured to accommodate cohorts, In 2021, literally all of camp was taking drama, which meant the cast of the musical was all of camp. So we are having to figure out a way to do a show, to do a performance with every camper in camp, literally like 480 girls, and also have them all be audience members. Basically, the drama department came up with a solution. We're going to go all over camp. Everyone's going to be watching this show in different places. So we're going to have sort of four areas in camp, and all of camp's going to move to see the different performances. Like, that's called a peripatetic performance. Mental growth, ladies. It's a little Greek word. That's Mary Ellen, by the way. She's department head, and she knows a lot of Greek words. A show where the audience and the performers move around. It's very exciting. So the scale is just absolutely insane. Never before been done. Like, even in the sheer numbers of who's doing it and the ground that we're covering at on Greystone's campus. So, yeah, the concept was we were going to write our own musical about camp, following a day in the life of a camper, start to finish. So it goes all the way from Reveille and Flag, all the way to Taps and Tuckins. Older and older performers as the day goes on. Everything else, the costumes, the script, the blocking, that was all going to be up to the campers. And as you can probably imagine, it wasn't long before things got wacky. Let's join in during the first week of classes to listen in on this creative process in action. Okay, so we assigned all the campers different sections of the day, of a day at camp, and these specific campers are doing apple cart. And they were fe- feeling very inspired by the idea of instead of bobbing for apples, they could go blobbing for apples. On a piece of paper, and we need to know like what you want to do. Okay. And that could be, I just want to help with They're working on making a list of like props, costumes, things that they might want. Ideas beyond what I've just said. 
chorus script. Then they'll work on writing a narration script, and like then we'll divide our backstage and our performance girls out. So, and I think backstage will maybe be in the Bible hut. So there might be yeah, some yeah. cool, we'll just some cool input from the girls. Take a little bit to get people in, you know. Um, does that make sense? What we're walk this out is for with? sure our craziest. Um, yeah, it's wild. I love those it. ideas. Again, we'll take up your ideas. Now they discuss ideas within their cabin groups before presenting a shared vision to the class. Would just be funny, like we could be like funny, normal, like with like a lot of just like crazy, like So this per particular performance is set at water park. We are gonna have girls in red, girls being apples, bobbing in the water, um, red inner tubes, green swim caps. The whole thing as other campers are chasing after them, blobbing into the water to get them. And then we all know and love Peach Cart. So we're going to have like the golden peach. So it's very Mario Kart inspired, Mario Kart music. Um, we're hoping Laura really loves it because it is a dramatic interpretation of her favorite part of the day. <laughs> okay, are we ready to present? No, They often even surprise themselves. Half of them are on the ground pretending to be dogs at dog camp. Afterwards, the counselors give feedback and come up with ways to integrate what they just saw into the final production. So the campers really get to tailor their own experience for, for each part of the day. I'm Reedy Newton, um, and I am teaching drama this summer. We're seeing um, all the same cabins for the second time in a row, um, and this has just gone off without a hitch so far. Yes, two weeks in and everything was going swimmingly. The script was well on its way, campers were learning dances and songs, staff were learning more about each other. Fun fact, I'm allergic to cockroaches. Uh, how do you find that out? We have, to figure, we have to figure out how to practice it. Of course, there were occasionally issues. We have one camper who is not participating at all. I don't quite know what to do about it. I'm just like naming it. Okay. If you take, if you walk okay. out there, yeah, okay. it's on this side. But for the most part, the challenges were logistic. Can I, can I go in? Yes, and just yeah. be like, so, or maybe we do this Friday. So yeah. last Friday, and they just come. Last Friday, and they just come during the yes. free period. Okay, cool. That is my day off, but I trust you guys. I feel like having four. One of the biggest challenges we faced was with sound. Being an outdoor moving production with hundreds of cast members, we had to figure out how to make sure all the lines would be audible, because we couldn't mic everyone up. To solve for this, we recorded all the girls performing their parts ahead of time. That way we could play them back over camp speakers as loud as we needed to. Okay. 
Okay. Maybe I can do it a little bit slower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe conduct us the whole time. Yeah, we don't have to do Margaret's going to count you in. Y'all ready? We're going to do it again. Okay. You're listening to the senior girls singing what will be one of the last numbers of the performance, and certainly the most bittersweet. They came prepared, nailed it in two takes. Of course, not every session was so somber, or so in control. Lots of it, in fact, wouldn't have made much sense to anyone listening in. While she's being kidnapped, yeah. So we hear her screaming, like, during everyone's floating hooks. Where are those girls? Okay, let's think about what that is. Okay, coyotes are Ronan and Catherine. But all throughout, the counselors were there to provide direction. No, everything you do makes sound, so don't do anything. Chased by a camper who is about to bite you in half. It is a terrifying prospect for an apple. Okay? So I need to feel the horror and the intensity. But once everything was recorded, the girls could get back to all the fun stuff. Dances, songs, just plain goofing around. Before anyone could blink, the morning of the show had come. Are you guys feeling ready? Yeah. Yes. No. My favorite yeah. part is sleeping. I'm just sleeping by. I am ready, Sabrina. I think we are feeling ready. It's I a little crazy to uh, try to figure out all these moving parts without ever having to have a full rehearsal of everyone with any transitions. Um, so that'll be interesting, but we have full confidence that the campers are ready. It'll be fun. So ready. We're good. Yeah. I think we're good. I, we're really excited. I was talking to Mary Ellen, and she was like, at this point, it is, it is one of those. And at this point, I think it's in the hands of the campers. Yeah. Right. Like, we've, we've equipped them, and we're there to help them, but, like, it's time for them we've to done shine our and get their stuff done. And it's going to be really exciting when they do it, because we know they can. And they can't. Because for most of these girls, they've never done anything like this. And, like, who so. has ever heard of a play with 480 cast members? Not me. With only, with only five directors. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's comical. We laugh, but it, we think it's gonna be really good. We're very, very pumped. I'm just ready for like something hilarious to go wrong. No, do not say that. No, no, no. It, it, it will. No, something will go wrong. Speaking of things going wrong, it was an unusually hot morning, and that often means late day rainfall at camp. So, what would happen if it rained? Most of this thing was supposed to be outside, after all. If, if it rains, then we switch, and closing Vespers is tonight. So, yes, um, yeah, we just we get tomorrow night, and Vespers happens tonight in the fort, I guess. You can hear her dread. Rain would mean scrambling to make closing Vespers, which is supposed to be one of Camp's most important, poignant EPs, happen indoors, totally last minute, and completely unprepared. And what would happen if the computer they used that had all the audio on it. It does not work, and it's my least favorite part of this entire What day. if that gave out? 
I think that we thought about all the other things that can go wrong that don't even have to do with weather that's out of our control. Weather so we haven't even been there. Possible disaster aside, this was the plan. Our blowing flag 20 minutes early, um, picnic dinner, yep. but we actually start the performance and then eat dinner and then resume the performance. Yeah, it's really fun. It gets them excited and like talking about it during dinner. Peripatetic! Yes, Peripatetic! Oh, yeah, What's up? Be in the toast. Doing I think the apple. Oh wow, the whole thing. Except the seeds, yeah. Oh wow. Well, maybe don't eat the stem. Well, while they're doing that, I'll finish for them. Everyone was going to eat dinner on the pageant court, then Tenelos 3 and 4 would kick off the remainder of the show. Which is our show. We're fake flag. Yes, but not like... It's there were still some props that needed to be taken care of. I have one carnival shirt. We need to take a different place. I'm bringing my fish's hair. Do I need to bring a hairbrush? Yeah, if you want. But otherwise, there was nothing much left to do but put on a big old hopeful Greystone smile, push any of Weather Dog's forecasts far out of mind. I've sworn off Weather Dog. I don't like Weather Dog. And, in so many bad rhymes, announced the night during lunch, trusting that everything would go smoothly. Then it was rest hour. Coming into the late afternoon, Dark clouds began to swell over the hills south of Lake Edith. Perry, our lightning strike warning system, goes off, gives the all clear not half an hour later. It's not rained yet, but it might, so you don't really know if you can plan outdoor activities. Then, without warning, rain on the night of the play. Flag was going to blow soon. It was too late to pivot tonight and do closing vespers, so the show had to go on. The first surprise act, dinner, and then fake flag would all have to be moved undercover into the fort. We'd wait and see if the rain would let up during dinner, but for the moment, it was all hands on deck. Mary Ellen's coaching her youngest performers through makeshift changes to their act as head staff, program staff, really anyone around, help move tables make room for the performers. And no, that's not a chainsaw. Jim Boy is marching around behind them with a leaf blower on his back, wafting away debris and water tracked in from everyone's soaked chacos. We wear lots of chacos around here. Meanwhile, all the men's staff are scrambling to move all the props to this new location. Like name tags with a ribbon, a paper mache hat for a golf cart. Oh, and a six foot tall multicolored spinning wooden job wheel. And even though an item or two were lost along the way. We just put the streamers on and they just immediately got soaked and pulled off. These? They're on the rain cart. No, man. It's a good thing that the hat wasn't on there. But it's, well, we pulled together. we'll still do the boat thing. And before you knew it, it was showtime. And after the first two scenes with Tenelos 1 through 4, the rain lets up just enough to let the show go on as planned. 
Now, sadly, our audio got corrupted, but just imagine for the rest of the Tanlo performances, we went to the Blob Dock, where, among other highlights, we watched Blobbing for Apples, Pizza Disasters at Cooking Class, and a surprisingly catchy dance representing the bells between classes. But we can rejoin just as the bungalow girls are starting to get ready for their performance at the softball field. Lights in action are sprinting there to make sure they make it on time. There's a counselor on walkie right now, playing music over the loudspeakers. Then it starts to rain harder. We covered the computer with a raincoat, but that can only do so much. And the other equipment had to stay out in the open. Just like, drink it. Sit behind the white line, you can have one second for what really goes on in the mansion. I'm praying for the next concert birthday. When the song is done playing, we need to sign. We were missing a dancer. But luckily, with a strong network of counselors at our disposal, she was quickly located. And after a few more small issues were ironed out, then, we're gonna, then Madison and Lydia are going to help you. Yep. They're in the waiting for you, the counselors. So go to the gazebo, go to the gazebo. We were ready to go. All right, Taylor, we can start to fade out the music. I'm not, I'm not props, Margaret's props, and I'm going to stay here for the counselor people. Yeah, we got everybody. They're all facing that way. Everyone's facing that way. Everyone's facing the audience. People who put on live shows like this know to expect the unexpected. Look at what goes on in the mansion when preparing for the counselor's next birthday. So when things do go wrong, they know how to handle it. Right now, the computer's playing the wrong audio. We couldn't hear y'all. The rain is really not great. Because, as it turns out, rain and computers don't really mix. Is iTunes playing at the same time? However, you can really count on Greystone people to keep a positive attitude, no matter what's happening. One of my counselor friends came up to me during, um, when we were having to switch gears because of the rain, and she yelled in my face, pivot from Friends, a TV show, like David Schwimmer would say, and that is all I needed, and that's Greystone for you. I think we're doing great. The campers were loving it. This is so working on the next birthday song. That's a man right there. Even when the computer glitched out, brought this song out singing. It was almost more fun. And the girls performing really leaned into it. But we still needed to restart the computer. So we had to stop. For that driver's license song. So actually, I was dumped. Um, RIP to all the girls out there. Dang it, Ashley. I'm so sorry. But thank you so much for sharing with us. Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Woo! In the flesh. Next up, we have your counselors. Ever wonder how your counselor got to Greystone? I do. Is she there, On the next episode of Hire That Counselor, we go behind the scenes to watch all of the drama unfold. 
to be clear, so right now they're hosting a game show to see which counselor will be a fit from a list What's of applicants. POV, Helen Ann. My favorite song is God's Plan by Drake. I listen to it with my boyfriend. Greystone. I thought this was Cold Stone. Like, the ice cream place? Oh, my mom on campus Mark, is here, and there's the no place I'd rather be. Hey, camp, which yeah. counselor would you want? The good counselor! It's finally time for dinner. Hey, audience, what's your favorite dessert Camp Greystone makes? gotta play the game to get the extra dessert. Good luck, campers. So in case you couldn't hear, the overwhelming majority of campers screamed OCP, which stands for Oreo cream pie. Basically, it's just really good. Are we ready? Someone give me a go. But you may be wondering what the game Let's actually is. Gonna win the OCP tonight. Luckily, all gets answered in this game. Dear Lord, bless this food for nourishment of our bodies and bless the conversations at this table. May they glorify you. But one more thing. Lord, please don't let Laura see what we're about to do. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. It's a food fight. Played out on rotating tables. Not officially condoned at camp. Then they tie in High School Musical, trying not to get caught. Then Laura interrupts the fight. But... I got it! I got it! It's mine! At this point, computer restarted. Everything's going exactly to plan. The skit ends exactly where it started with the Hamilton soundtrack adapted. Just play this for a while while we transition. While we transition. Low, low, low level. Wow. That was a lot of OCP all over the board. So crazy how the campers could ever want more dessert after that. But I think the campers know what comes after dessert. Now it's probably a good time to mention that earlier in the day there was a staged kidnapping. Forget about Elizabeth. Where is she? Will Shop ever return after she got stolen? Let's follow the evil Cheez-Its and find out. I think I see them. The door that all the actors were supposed to climb into had a little trouble opening. Elizabeth, is the door unlocked? But they got it. Looks like we got some trapped candy in candy shop. Whatever will we do? Bring me up, bring me up. Attention campers. I'm so excited to announce that candy shop is no more. She's dressed like a giant cheese. Elizabeth, what's for candy shop? So they call the shop cops. They're chasing each other around. The battle of the century. But of course, the evil Cheez-Its lose out in the end. And Elizabeth and Candy Shop are free. Hey Elizabeth, what's for Candy Shop? Plot twists. Fake candy shop was actually real candy shop. The campers are actually getting candy. And settled, we have another performance coming up. So now we're at the point in the fictional day where candy shop's done and EP's about to start. I think tonight is banquet. That's the whole theme. 
And in case you didn't know, it's a running joke at camp that banquet is holes. It never is. Wait, wait, look what I found in my mom's diary. <laughs> That's more like it. And everyone made their way inside. Okay, here we go. These are the cabin girls now. They're all dressed up like they're in the 70s. That's my dress from my seventh grade performance of Groovy. Being featured here in the 2021 Camp Grayson play at Camp Musical. I feel so honored. Uh, I was a line bug in Groovy the Musical. Period? So right now it's a party on stage. But off stage, everyone's trying to prepare for the junior senior skit. Yeah, I know. Where are they physically? Caroline's literally holding the end of Okay, I'm going to touch her right now. Can we get the junior seniors outside the floor? It's the one where the girl's going to be hanging from the ceiling. Have we not mentioned that yet? There's a Langa girl in the fort, right? So we're hanging aerial silks. To be clear, we are in a fort where we eat every single day. She is going to hang from the ceiling as a porch light. Liability and safety hazard. She has to be harnessed in, even though she's a professional area yoga girl. Um, and we were struggling with the belay, but I think we're in the all clear. And if not, we're saying a prayer. Imagine Zendaya from The Greatest Showman. That's what we're dealing with here. 40 feet above concrete. Oh, like podcast queens over here. Libya said, I found her. Well, good. Lights out! Go! In this skit, the girls are all in their cabins. It's lights out. And their counselors are away. It was a dark and stormy night. Camp Grayson, so when a commotion woke up, top of the The point of this skit is, without anyone there to help... Everyone's got to turn somewhere. So they turn to their porch lights. For stability, for guidance. You're hearing backstage shuffle to bring the uh, mattresses that were on stage for that skit up to the top of the hill behind the fort for the next one. But I think the audience was focused on the girl hanging above the fort, lit up by nothing but flashlights from the girls below her. It was majestic.
We're at the end of the performance. These are the oldest girls. Next year they won't be here. I don't think I have to explain the symbolism. Taylor, are you ready? Thank you. In the final performance, it was hard to escape the feeling of triumph as girls careened down a slip and slide on mattresses. Oh, by the way, yeah, that's what they needed those for. It felt like one big celebration. And they all ran into the fort as they finished to the enthusiastic screams of their peers. Just like that, into the night, into the performance. It's a good time for reflection on what what this whole thing really meant. Senior skit kind of punched me in the gut a couple times. I feel like it went really well and we practiced enough to where it looked really good. It felt, it felt like, I feel like it felt like the water show because the water show is like, yes. so many girls in camp participated in it versus the senior play, not nearly as many do. Yeah. If I were in charge of banquet, this is the sort of thing that I would want to do. Yeah. This was so epic. It really, really was. This play surpassed everyone's expectations. Um, I was not sure how it was going to work going in, and I thought it like wasn't going to be fun. But I ended up having like a lot of fun during it, even though it was very hard to move in my costume. I was a bag of M&Ms, and I screamed a lot. <laughs> well, maybe not everyone's. interview with the directors. Just a quick one. Celebratory jump in Lake Edith. It was amazing. Um, we touched the bottom. Lake Edith is poopy and musty. Um, Quote from our Tunnel One girl. Yeah. Shout out to Tate. Shout out to Tate. Actually, she's, like, she's in Tunnel Over Two. Shout out to Tunnel Two Tate. We all know who she is. Feels great. To be done. To have it all. 
and came together. How did you think it went? 10 out of 10. 11 out of 10. I want you to sing this with me. <laughs> Eleven out of ten, indeed. You've been listening to the Green and Gold Campcast. We'll catch you next time. But for now, I'm gonna eat an oatmeal cream pie. I'm gonna eat an oatmeal cream pie. Good night.